There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. We all have struggles in our life, and we all need encouragement. I know I do. But honestly, I get news every month that does not discourage me. You see, my work with Gospel Link is tied directly to the ministry of national preachers around the globe. Part of my job is to tell these stories that I hear. And I love telling the stories of how the Lord of the Harvest is working among the nations today. Today's story comes from Malawi, Africa. And it's a true story about a man named Kapalamula Booker Banda. And the title is, Who is Man? And why did God create him? Jesus once said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, baptizing all men in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Without this command, we don't have today's story. In fact, without this command, we don't have this podcast. Gospel Inc. exists in obedience to this command, and since 1998, our goal has been to connect churches and individuals with what some people would call missionaries. Now, most of you, I presume, are well acquainted with what a missionary is and what they do. <laughs> Pretty simple, really. A missionary is someone who has a mission. But typically, we envision the calling of a missionary as someone who travels to another country, learns another language, adapts to a new culture. These missionaries eat strange food and wear foreign clothes in order to tell the inhabitants of that country about the work and person of Jesus Christ. But historically, God called the majority of his prophets and preachers of truth to reach their own people. Isaiah preached to Israel. Paul was called to the Jew first. And even Jesus came to his own, though his own received him not. In such a manner, Gospel Inc. finds preachers who are spreading the gospel, planning churches, evangelizing, discipling, caring for orphans, and distributing Bibles in their own countries, and leading people to believe and follow Jesus Christ who speak their own language. Kapalamula Booker Banda is one of these missionaries, and we refer to him and others as national preachers. Once Gospel Link verifies a national preacher's ministry, moral reputation, and biblical background, we then represent his work in ministry in the United States in order to find sponsors who will pray for him, write a letter to him and his family, and financially support his ministry, much like a missionary would receive when moving to a foreign field from America. 
God brought Gospel Link into existence through a man named Louis Nelms back in 1998, when Louis chose three African countries and began working specifically with one national preacher in each country. Those three countries were Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Malawi. If you went to school in the 1950s, you would have known these countries as Rhodesia. When our Lord gave the Great Commission to preach the gospel, he simply told his followers to go and speak the truth about the world and about history. That is why the title of this story is Who is Man and Why Did God Create Him? You see, the very first preacher with whom Lewis Nelms began to partner in Malawi was Kapalamula Booker Banda. And this is the story of how he learned who man is from a biblical perspective and why God created him. Today, his friends call him Booker, since in Malawi, English is spoken as the national language. But originally, Booker grew up the youngest in a large family with the name Kapalamula, which, interestingly enough, has the connotation of little bad boy in the local Chichewa language. I cannot tell you the manner or circumstances of how little Kapalamula may have earned his name when he was a boy, but by the time he was 19, he was intelligent, well-spoken, and fiercely independent in nature. This independence was inherited and a striking family trait, so much so that the family had made a kind of agreement together, a sort of a pact, never to go to a Christian church. Christianity, after all, was the religion of the authoritarian colonialists from England. Bowing the knee to the god of the occupiers could not be honoring to the ancestors or the spirit world of Malawi, and the Bandit family had decided against such action or lifestyle. Therefore, Kapalamula was somewhat shocked when he visited his older sister one day, and she invited him to a church. He had never attended a church before. For sure, he was familiar with the Western religion because missionaries had been coming to this part of the world since David Livingston. They had built schools and hospitals, and they had baptized people who believed and confessed their gospel. In other words, plenty of Christians lived in Malawi, but Booker was not one of them nor did he intend to give them an audience. He reminded his sister, in fact, of the agreement, the pact that their family had always held, not to set foot inside a church. True enough, his sister was now married, but she could remember her roots. She nodded in agreement, but warned Booker that if he was to stay home while she went and attended, he must take warning because this was an unfamiliar village to him, and the people here were not friendly. Kapalamula's attention was arrested. Not friendly? Malawi is considered to be the warm heart of Africa, not due to any tropical latitude, but owing to the hospitality and friendliness of its inhabitants. Tribal warfare, though severe in some parts of Africa, has never scourged this landlocked region. So to hear that people might show animosity to strangers alarmed Kapalamula. Enough so that he accompanied his sister to the church meeting. What kind of church is this? Kapalamula queried. Today is Thursday. Churches meet on Sunday. Kapalamula genuinely worried that his sister might be part of something cultish. 
You'll see, she responded, inwardly praying that the Lord would reach her little brother that night. The preacher was white, but he wasn't British. He was from one of the uttermost parts of the earth, Oklahoma. Booker can still tell you today what the theme of the sermon was. Who is man and why did God create him? Kapalamula Booker Banda heard the gospel. He admitted to his sister that evening that the subject matter was interesting, but it was not for him. Remember, sister, we are Malawians and Jesus is followed by the white people. The next night, Friday, the sister was going to church again. Kapalamula was astounded. How could she be so enraptured and captivated? But once again, he accompanied her. He no longer feared the preaching, but he was still unsure of the unfriendly villagers. To his surprise, the theme of the sermon was repeated. Who is man and why did God create him? Kapalumula wondered why this foreigner had such limited material. The third night was Saturday, and by the time that meeting ended, Kapalamula knew who the God of the Bible was. He knew that Jesus Christ had died on the cross as a payment for man's sin. He knew that God expected man to repent and turn from his sin and receive by faith the death, burial, and resurrection provided by God to make reconciliation for man's rebellion and disobedience. On Sunday, with no surprise by now, Kapalamula knew that his sister and her family would attend church service. Sunday's morning sermon was, Who is man and why did God create him? Kapalamula sat there disgusted with his sister. It was clear from the preaching that she had informed the preacher about specific details in his life. His pride, his attitudes, his selfish tendencies. The preacher enumerated them as if he was reading Booker's life. Frustrated he might be, but his convicted heart could not resist the truth. When the service was over, he met with the missionary from Oklahoma. He humbled himself, and he received Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. Can you come to my village? Booker asked the missionary. No, I have meetings scheduled elsewhere. But my village has never heard this message before. There is no church in my village. There are no Bibles. The missionary looked at him and said, You go tell them. Me? The young 22-year-old Booker gaped. I, I don't know anything about God or the Bible. The missionary stared at the new convert who had sat in the audience for the past four days. Don't you know why God created man? He asked. With that exhortation, he gave Booker a Bible in Chichewa. The year was 1965. You know, I've had the privilege to meet that missionary. I met him in Oklahoma City, actually. He served the Lord faithfully in Malawi for years, planted churches, baptized hundreds, passed out Bibles. As of this recording, that man is in his 90s. 
Seasons change. And in the latter years of age, he and his wife retired back in the USA heartland. Kapalamula Booker Banda, on the other hand, continues to live in Malawi. It is, after all, his country. I've also had the privilege of meeting him. In fact, his home became like my second home on the outskirts of Lilongwe. Booker cannot be considered young, but neither is he retired by any stretch of the imagination. Booker has planted over a hundred churches, not just in Malawi, but in three surrounding countries. Booker has trained dozens of men to be pastors and evangelists through correspondence curriculum called the Bible Training Center for Pastors. Booker has translated J. Vernon McGee's radio broadcasts into Chichewa, and they air on Malawi radio daily. God took a disinterested, arrogant young man who knew nothing about the Bible and made him one of the premier Bible teachers in his entire country. My friends, that's good news. Booker Banda is the kind of national preacher that Gospeling introduces to churches and individuals in the USA. You see, Booker never went to language school, and yet he speaks multiple languages. He's never needed a visa to get into Africa. He was born there. And he's never needed to adapt to the culture. God has raised him up to preach the gospel to his own people, to his own nation, I once heard Booker say that Gospel Link was the Good Samaritan to the National Malawian Preachers. He said, The Good Samaritan found someone who was in need, and though a stranger, he sacrificed his time and his money to change the existence and the life of that needy man. Booker Banda has followed the Lord Jesus for four decades, planting churches and preaching the gospel. Booker served for over 10 years as Gospel Inc.'s national director in Malawi, and it was through his recruitment and accountability that Gospel Inc. was able to find over 200 preachers who now receive sponsorship and support from America for their church planting efforts. But Booker, like all of us, does not serve alone. People in England and America prayed for him and gave to him. Booker preached the gospel, and the Lord sent people to build him a house and to buy a vehicle and to buy Bibles for him to distribute. Even as I share his story today, Booker receives over $100 monthly support from sponsors through Gospel Inc. And you know what? Booker has proved to be a faithful, genuine servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some debate exists out there in Christian circles on how to define a missionary and which mission works should receive financial support. But to summarize it in everyday language, Booker has been the best bang for the buck. Booker is proof that the gospel changes lives. Booker is proof that missions works, and we should support overseas mission work for the sake of the gospel. Booker is proof that national preachers have a role to play in furthering the gospel. Booker has a heritage of faithful disciples. Booker has been fruitful a hundredfold. After all, Booker knows who God is and what God expects of man.
As I mentioned earlier, Booker has been a friend of mine for a long time. In Africa, he has been my guide, my translator, and I have been a guest at his house many times. If you would like to see a photo of Booker or know more about him, you may visit our website, cupofgoodnews.org. That's cup, C-U-P, of, O-F, goodnews.org. Once you get to the website, it shouldn't take too much savvy to make the right clicks and find the link that shares more about Booker's life and ministry in Malawi. You will also find a link which will enable you to watch a video of Booker himself sharing his own testimony. If you would like to support Booker in some way, you could buy Bibles for him to distribute, or you could designate a gift to help him in buying discipleship and training materials. That would be great. You may email me, and I can direct you how to do that. If you would like to simply send Booker a note or a letter of encouragement, you may also do that by emailing me. My address is dean at cupofgoodnews.org. That's D-E-A-N at cupofgoodnews.org. Let me know if you have been refreshed by good news from a far country.